open up my window to substitute outside. waiting for you both to get serious (laughs) the timing was crazy hi everybody hi don hi cat (laughs) are you done i'm done i'm done oh i'm done maddie muted herself because she wasn't ridiculous ridiculous well if you yawn while you press the button obviously three people are yawning (laughs) there's a yawn train that happens oh gosh ridiculous hi hey what's going on so so you know and when people are like people are saying like so how are you i'm like shitty my sister's dying how are you like i don't know what to say how's the holiday shopping cat tracy's got cancer how are you i don't know what to say uh i just always say I, I just say one minute at a time, one moment at a time. Yeah, I do say I take I, it. Take I one take moment it at a time. It comes. Fine. Yeah, take it as it. I comes. don't entertain. Yeah. I don't entertain. I'm grateful that people care enough to ask how I am. But sometimes if I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it, I don't have to. I just say I'm just taking one minute, one moment at a time. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or I say mm-hmm. most moments are great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Most moments are great. Most moments are great. And then you negate yeah. the. Sh- shitty moments <laughs> talk about it yeah 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 they don't talk about that yeah yeah so um yeah it's pretty shitty <laughs> so so our episode will be about how shitty it is well no, it doesn't have to be there's gonna be a lot it doesn't of, have to be. no there's a lot of cursing gonna happen probably in this episode i'm just putting that out because there is yeah because i i i have like a phrase every time i have to do something to set myself up oh. and mm-hmm. I'm just going to curse here. And um, for this trip, we went to go see Tracy. And I kept saying, it's a fucking nightmare. Everything is just a fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. nightmare. <laughs> so so when there was a long line. I'm like, it's a fucking nightmare. And then when we yeah. had to go shopping and find our way around Las Vegas, it's a fucking nightmare. I was just like, yeah. I, I just, that's all I kept saying to kind of redirect my emotions. And then I started mm-hmm. laughing. But yeah, if you haven't um, followed our story or yeah the storyline is that uh you know our sister tracy the one who's in between us uh has cancer it's it's riddled in her body she has a very short time left on this plane and um you know she's been in she's been out west for more than 20 years she started in arizona she moved to texas and she ended up in las vegas and um at some point she was actually on the streets in las vegas and um me personally i haven't been that close with her pretty much ever we did have a short period of time in our lives when we were close and that's when she was at her most mentally stable and that's not and that's not a statement about like she's not mentally stable enough to be with me Uh, you know close it's a statement that i can't handle um i'm not 
my bandwidth isn't big enough to handle someone who is um, mentally unstable or erratic. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about me. I'm not, I'm not saying it's her. So um, it's very odd for me. It was very, very odd to travel to a place where it's supposed to be like happy go lucky Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. in that, in that state of mind. And, you know, historically, We've, I've been to Las Vegas probably 10 times. I think yeah. about 10 times. Yeah. I used to go once a year in the nineties when everybody had money, you know, like yeah. I had money. It was before I bought a house. It was, um, I didn't really have anything to spend money on. Right. You know, extra money. So once a year, super fun, scraped together a thousand bucks and you had a great time for almost a week. Yeah. Right, five days. Yeah. Including gambling, including staying there, including da da da. So it was super fun and it was really wasn't as slick as it is now. It had still a little bit underbellyish, which I like. Shady. Was still it was very shady. A little broken down, <laughs> which I liked. But right now it feels kinda like the slick mall. And um yeah. but but having had experience there, um, we were able to navigate I'm glad that I was familiar with the city, you know, but it was really strange to travel there in the state of mind. It was an emotional oxymoron. I just, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's like jumbo shrimp. It was just like, it didn't Mm -hmm. make any sense. You'd be on the plane and everybody's like, yeah, gambling and they're drinking and gambling. And you and I are on the plane, like, you know. Like wet frogs, like sitting there. Like, I, know. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were like, oh my god, wet mops, fucking nightmare. Wet mops, yeah. and you kept, uh, you kept spontaneously just starting to cry. Yeah, in inopportune times, you were just <laughs> like, you would just like, you know, they'd be like, "Would you like something to drink?" And you're like, <laughs> blinking your eyes, and you look like you're gonna cry, and the flight attendants just like wide eyed, like, "Would you like something to drink?" Like, doesn't want to deal with you. Listen, I'm I mindful grieve. I do mindful grieving. Yeah. I, I have to let the emotion flow. I don't keep it in. If I have to cry yeah. at that moment, I'm going to cry. And the <laughs> you, next moment, sure I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Right. And I laugh, exactly. too. I laugh. I have was, a good time. It was fun on the way there. I really did enjoy the pilot who said, uh, hey, everybody, we're going to play a game. Now, I just have to say that I've watched so many horror movies and, and disaster <laughs> movies. We're going to play a game. <laughs> that it could have been somebody who hijacked the plane. <laughs> the way it came across, it was like, it was- ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play a game. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking A, Lee Neeson needs to come out of first class and kick that door down Don't and yell. get us. And get us down to, uh, <laughs> and, uh, get us landing safe because I'm like, what kind of game? What? And then the pilot said, everybody take out a dollar bill and write down your seat location and we'll put the dollar bills in a bag and then we'll pull randomly out. And whoever gets the, whoever seat is called gets the bag of money. We so, didn't, we didn't have a pen and the, the lady behind us grabbed, uh, let us borrow her pen. And I said, because you gave me the pen, you're going to win. Yeah. And she won. she won and she won. She won. I didn't win. She won again. Yeah, with- fucking nightmare. What's the hell? Why- <laughs> <laughs> How come I didn't win that? We're so happy for you. <laughs> so happy for you. Our sister's dying. We should won. <laughs> So not like that. I was so no, happy for her. Like she was that. a sweetheart. 
She was a sweetheart. Wasn't so that, like that. so the, the, the plane, man, if you're going to Vegas, you have to get good sneakers. There's a lot of walking in the airports. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. And the seats are like, I don't know, about the size of your forearm. And my ass has to fit over a forearm length. And it's just so uncomfortable. So I was like, Donna, you're going to sit in the middle. <laughs> I know. I'll sit next to anybody. I know. It was, but it was overall, it was pleasant. I was a little nervous because I haven't traveled, especially on a plane since way before yeah. COVID. Yeah. And, but I have to say that everybody was really strict about masks. They were so about. strict about it. They mm-hmm. were great. I, I was and not everybody very was, happy about that. Nobody was really a jerk about it. Everybody was very pleasant. Oh, those stupid guys next to us. They were, one guy actually was taking a nap and he put his mask over his eyes. Special. And so, yeah. And so I really appreciate it when the flight attendant was like, okay, dudes, there's a piece of paper. If I write down your name on a piece of paper, you don't ever get to fly this, this airline ever again. Right. And I don't care if that's your ticket home. You'll have to find another way home. Yeah. He was really good. Good for you. Yeah. He was really good. He was really good. That's right. Yeah. No, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was really a a pleasant visit with her and um she she had told us that it was the best time she had it was a great memory because we just laughed because we were joking about where we're going to spread her ashes yeah and uh, she um kathy said (laughs) when she saw her she's like oh my god you're so skinny and tracy's like it's the terminal cancer diet i'm making sure the pounds stay off permanently She's got the best sense of humor. I was like, oh, it's working. It's working for you. It looks good on you. You know, she looks. Yeah. I couldn't believe how small she was. And um, (laughs) so this whole thing, Donna has a video, but then, so, you know, we couldn't take mom's ashes. We were going to plan to go to Wisconsin. So I don't know if I shared this story or not, but so Donna and I were planning on taking mom to Wisconsin to the Dells. Remember that whole thing, the whole, not the Dells, the house on the rock, house on the rock. I don't know where I got the Dells mm-hmm. from the whole mm-hmm. shenanigan of getting my mother, my mother's ashes that are 250 pounds off of the shelf on top of the, <laughs> the, the sink <laughs> and putting her in the spirit room, getting her in the car and then driving three days, four days to take her to the house on the rock and do all that. So we had this all planned. We had the trip planned and we were planning on, I was trying to get Tracy home. This was a couple months ago. When, when we found out that Tracy, you know, was terminal, that the goal was to bring her home. And because of red tape and situation, our health, we weren't able to, and I was, you know, unconsolable. And so I finally calmed down and I'm watching Family Guy with Henry (laughs) and Henry and I are, there's a space in between Henry and myself on the couch and I'm finally calm and we both see the seat between us pressed down and we both like got shocked at it, like kind of like shaken up, like, did you feel that? And when dad comes to visit, it's very clear. It's like, Hey, it's me. It's like, I can talk to him, but mom I don't really talk to like that. I I think I've only seen her a couple of times and it was mom. And she was like, this was before we had to can. She said, you're not going to take my ashes to the, 
to the house on the right. I appreciate you and Donna, what you're doing, but you're not going to make it and it's okay. So do what you want with the ashes. And I'm like crying and I'm kind of channeling what mom is saying to Henry. And I'm like, started to cry. And, um, she said, you know, Kathy, you're the caregiver, you're a caregiver. It's okay. You know, don't worry about it. She said really kind words. Um, and she goes, you, you don't have to do this. This is not the thing for you to do. So with that, I start crying and, and then I, and then, uh, about a week later, we were going to leave like maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks later to, to the house on the rock. Um, Renee and I could only make the trip out on the week that we were going to go to the house on the rock. So we didn't go. So mom kind of told me it was okay that we didn't do this. So it was kind of overlapping. And that was the first time, you know, I got to see Tracy and it was, it was really hard to see her struggle and, 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 and kind of see that road. But seeing her this last time, and that was the beginning of November. Let's speak of November. So mm -hmm. seeing her this time was so different. Like she just, oh, she just looks so peaceful. Don, did she just looks like she's just yeah, has yeah. complete acceptance of yeah. her path. And I've never seen her spirit, her soul look so peaceful. She looked wonderful. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. that's a, that's a weird thing to say, but, yeah. um, it was, it was, uh, her humor and, and understanding. And it was good to say, you know, I may not, we not, may not be here when you pass on, but know that you can go like, we're good. Like we're so good. And I, f mm -hmm. I feel like we had some really great closure on this trip. Mm. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that the the conversation with mom was really interesting because obviously everybody has a great relationship with mom. <laughs> Except us. It's like, no, no, I just, you know, Tracy has a rocky relationship with mom. I'm okay with mom. I, I have peace with mom, but, um, you know, mom was telling me, don't worry. Uh, she's not going to be alone. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear was that she wasn't going to be yeah. alone and that she has a whole group of people who are going to meet her and tell her where to go and, and she's going to be okay. And that's all I needed to hear. And I knew I was, it was going to be okay, you know, cause that was my worry yeah. that she'd be by herself. Right. Yeah. I hope I wasn't long winded. But, like, Sorry. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for the counseling sesh. It's going to say that, like, in your line of work, like, who have you, I mean, have you ever had somebody who you did a reading for and the person on the other side that was connected to them was alone? No. Yes. Right. No, wait. Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, it was What's very sad. What's that circumstance like? The circumstance is the person stuck in this, in um, like the next. So it, just for shits and giggles, like we're level one. Uh, mm -hmm. When you pass on, you go to level two, you go level two to three. It means level two is when you're lost here. It's like it, you're, you're, you're here walking around and you, you think you're still alive. Mm -hmm. That's very sad. Mm-hmm. And that's because there's no closure. There's nobody right. to help you pass over. That's the yeah. purgatory part. That's why, like, mm -hmm. when you see people walking around who, um, you know, you know, around your neighborhood, 
<laughs> who are walking in yeah. and out. You know, they, they didn't, nobody was there to help them across. It's, it, you mm-hmm. know, that's what family's about. What was that? What was that? How, where were we when, where were we when I, I witnessed you tell a spirit that they had died, that you, they didn't know that they died. It was a little, a little person. Hmm. I don't know. I've had some. Do you remember? I don't remember. Was that at Kristen's house in the attic? Oh, in the attic. Yeah, in the attic. Right. Yeah. She. Yeah. She. She was waiting for her mom. She was waiting for her mother. Her mother left without her, and she's still Mm -hmm. playing in the upstairs and and hanging out. And then in my head, I'm like, "Did you notice you haven't eaten in like ten years? Like, you know, you're. Yeah. You know, you don't realize it. And she was very little, playing with her with that creepy. With that rocking, fucking creepy rocking, rocking horse. Chair. I'm not into that. I'm saying no. I'm saying no to no. it. <laughs> I said no. I know. Can I tell you what? Uh, so we're passing. We're in Las Vegas, and like that, that fucking exhibit that like a lot of people I know go see. It's like the Vance Baggins. What what is that exhibit? Yeah, it's where, like, like the scariest where exhibit all the, museum like, in the world. Yeah, we're like all the Warren. You don't know scary. I've seen scary. <laughs> I know. But I'm not going there. I'm not right, going. Exactly. If there's an advertisement that says the scariest place, guess what? No, thank you. It's my life. I'm not doing it. <laughs> exactly. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I have no sage on me. I have no salt water. <laughs> no hematite. I'm not. <laughs> Jesus is not with me right now. He's busy. You don't I'm have like, your no. pots and pans to bang. <laughs> my pots and pans. I just can't. I just can't. I'm not prepared. I'm ill prepared for this. And it's like, because Annabelle's in there. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. The Elizabeth Warren stuff is in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she needed to put it somewhere. She's not going to sell a house with that shit in the bottom. (laughs) If you want to sell your house, don't put your conduit shit in there. (laughs) You love this house. This is where the, you know, the demon took over the doll and the doll's right in the basement for you. Just yeah, don't, yeah. Uh, just don't open the glass door. Like that's going to keep, <laughs> that cracks me up. I know it's like in a box. It's like, no, it's... that's going to keep it in safe. <laughs> it's like, it's not like, going to come out. The little glass <laughs> with the key in it. Like, yeah. first of all, it killed people. I think it'll break the box. Okay. Oh my God. Again, fucking nightmare. That's the name of this <laughs> fucking nightmare. Fucking nightmare. <laughs> fucking nightmare. I'm like, what are you so... thinking? So if you're familiar with Las Vegas and you're familiar with the strip, uh, we've always kind of stayed on the strip, but I knew that, you know, I was trying to save money. We weren't on vacation. I didn't need room service. We just needed a place to kind of home base it, you know? So I went on hotels.com and I found, I found a, a good price at this small, uh, casino place off the strip. And it was, uh, the Tuscany Casino, <laughs> Suites and Casino. Also known and, as uh, the Swingers Clubs. <laughs> yeah. And it was, um, and it was, uh, <laughs> it looked like, um, it looked like it was built in the heyday of the Cheesecake Factory design. <laughs> you know, that Tuscany. <laughs> yeah, or that. Those like oversized, call- oversized doorknobs, you know, mm-hmm. the, the cream colored, the faux marbling the um over the top mahogany the the maroon you know <laughs> the maroon and uh and uh it was very tacky but i liked it cuz i like tacky but um 
It was nice. It was clean. It smelled good. It smelled right? really. It smelled like a like a really like a cherry tobacco cigar was... meets Glade. I don't know what it was. It looked like <laughs> it, it was something good. Every time you walked in, they were pumping in something. Yeah. And um, and so we check in and we're like, oh, it's really quiet. And it's kind of like it looked like dorms. Yeah. You know, like the casino yeah. and the lobby and the restaurants were in one building. And then you walk these like curvy paths that were heavily landscaped into like dorm buildings. Yeah. And uh, our building had probably 80 rooms in it. Yeah. And there was like 40 on the top and 40 on the bottom. Mm hmm. And uh, we didn't see anybody. No. Nor did we hear anybody. No, we didn't hear anybody. But there was evidence because there was um, do not disturb signs and um, maid service and yeah. whatever. But so we were like, oh, it's quite, this is good. This is good. We did really good. And we mm. open up the door and I discover the deadbolt <laughs> doesn't work. And then the TV didn't work. So then I try to call down to the front desk. They're not answering the phone. So because I have there's to nobody like... there. <laughs> so then I put on my shoes. I put on my bra. Go back down. That's a pain in the ass. Go and put the bra as, back on. Right. And as soon as I get there, they're like, "What's you know? What can I do for you?" And I said, "Oh, our TV doesn't work." He's like, "I'll have somebody there immediately." He did have somebody there immediately, mm-hmm. and he did have to reprogram the television. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, and then you went to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I could hear the toilet. So like yeah. when you have a house, you own a house, you can hear a toilet run. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I, the, the handle's not, the handle's not loose. So I no. look in the tank and like the little, the little water is just dripping to fill this huge tank. And so can I just remind a- you, my nerves are shot. So you know, that's yes, a bunch exactly. of shit in there. It's okay to say that people shit. <laughs> I had a whole bunch of shit and I couldn't flush the goddamn toilet. And I'm like, really? It was not so, pleasant. I was not happy. So I was like, but it was roomy. Like it, it was, it was, really, it was clean. It was, like we had apartment. Like, it was, it was like, we had a couch, we had a, you know, a couch and a chair and a coffee table and a desk and a little kitchen mm-hmm. and a little table. It was like a suite. It was nice. <laughs> Except that there were like little tiny things that didn't exactly make it <laughs> unpleasant. It was just everything was off. And so then Kathy opens up the closet. It was like a sliding <laughs> closet. And it was a, it went immediately askew. Like, like off, off the track. So Kathy Kathy gave it a really good nickname. You wanna I don't want to. T- I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, it there's was you no that th- came up with it. Happy. It's a happy happiness hotel. <laughs> a happiness <laughs> hotel from the Muppets. And, and sadly, <laughs> neither one of our partners knew the reference. And oh, we have up partnered up with people who do not know the fucking Muppet movie as well as we do, and it's a fucking problem. You know what? They were part I, of the I've hotel. Been with Chris, they fourteen were... <laughs> years, and it's it might be over. <laughs> Because that's fucking bullshit that he didn't know the Happiness Hotel. I had to send pictures. I'm like, who doesn't know the Happiness Hotel? I'll be singing the song. For fuck's sake. It was, it was, it was brilliant. I was like, so we're at the Happiness Hotel. It was brilliant. So we were, so we were staying at the Happiness Hotel (laughs) for sure. And the other thing that was odd about this place is like in the elevator and in the lobby and outside the signage, it was like best breakfast in Las Vegas. (laughs) Best it was tacos, best breakfast, best wings, best burger, best um, best, best taco, piano bar, 
best and it was like the las vegas review and i was like does the owner of this place it, own the las vegas review but here's my theory they won all of these accolades in 2020 <laughs> i 100 percent because it's not owned by a corporation it's owned by one dude okay he won i believe that they stayed open Donna. for 2020 Donna. during covid you ready best podcast 2020 the sisters are right <laughs> Best eyeglasses, Donna yeah. No, no, but we have to be. It's like it's the podcast universe review, and like we made that. That's what I think. But I think that I think that he they were the hotel that was open for COVID, so they won all these fucking accolades. That's what I think. However, that being said, that being said, they did have they did it was a they did great breakfast. We had the best breakfast. We had. I was like, and every time we, we were like, successfully ate our feelings. A hundred, a hundred percent. And I, I yeah. would say every time we ate, this is the best breakfast in Las Vegas. <laughs> but the sense. best thing that was happening yeah. was that the fucking rodeo was in town. The national, oh. I know, the PBR finals. And can I tell the entire universe? I said to Kathy, we can go. We can get tickets. There's events. And Kathy said, no. No, I said, you wouldn't go I to said, the rodeo with me. No, thank you. You would not go to the rodeo with me. It smells. I said, no, thank How you. How fun. Thank you, Addie. Go ahead, Addie. Say, say your piece. When's the next time you're going to be in Las Vegas with a rodeo? Hello. You go thank to the you, rodeo. Addie. That's when you Hello. go. Thank you, Addie. Yes. Well, we missed I... out. Well, we fucking missed out. First of all, you're the fucking nightmare right now. Would you calm down? <laughs> listen, listen. You gave me a choice. You didn't. You said, Kathy, we can go to the no. rodeo or an no. art show. No, 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 no. Earlier than that, I said, will you please go to the rodeo with me? Oh, and then I said, no. And you said, no, no. Wait, you said, or an art show? Yeah. That I did later. That I was like. You yeah, do both. We I know we could have done both. I'm, a, well, I'm a, here's, I do the things. That's what I like things to do. Right, do the things. Do the things. Well, the things were cost money, and I was on Donna's dime, and I wanted money to gamble. That's fine. I wanted. I would have. I still gave you money to you gamble, did. and I, I still would gonna... have taken you to the rodeo. It was fun. And the cowboys show. were fucking everywhere. They were adorable. Cowboys were everywhere. Adorable, and they were adorable. Okay, so the next time you guys are in Las Vegas, you're going to the rodeo. Oh, I, I, I want to go this time next year. I'm, I swear. Because I met this really interesting, handsome silver fox. First from... of all, Donna was getting hit on. You handsome. Got, he was hitting on Donna. He was not hitting on me. Oh, he was not, he was not stopped me. talking to you. We were just chatting. Okay. We were just chatting. Um, um, it would have been nice. I would have been happy to, but rare, that rare. wasn't the case. He was just nice. But... He was like, you should come to the Rio. It's free shopping. Like, just to people watch in that vending room, I would have loved that. So, I feel like we missed out a little bit. However, that being said, it was, um, met a guy who made protective vests for <laughs> cowboys. Met a guy who made jewelry, cowboy jewelry, that is going to be on the new Sex in the City show on HBO. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm not into. I'm not into this. Met shopping. a guy that hand forged spurs. I had a million questions for him, but didn't last a, the conversation. Meanwhile, while she's talking, I just want to get into the restaurant and eat, and she's just like talking. 
I had to get into the Italian chatting, restaurant. I was chatting with the silver fox. I wanted the lasagna bolognese now. I knew <laughs> you were talking. So it was um, it was not fun going to the Walmart near where Tracy lives. Uh-uh. That was very hard. Um, it was very odd. I'm like, here we are shopping for. We had the oddest things in our in our cart. I felt very. I felt very strange. I felt like we you were did? on a weird documentary. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. What were we getting? We weren't getting, like, paper towels and 10 bottles of... No, which... not that trip. The second trip. But in any case. Oh, okay. Yeah. In any case. It was very it was very strange. We did um, have a good rental car. I made Kathy cry at the rental car counter. Oh, I was like, can you just give me a break? I... So... So the guy, so we get to Hertz to rent the car. And of course he's like, so what brings you, what brings you to Las Vegas? And so Kathy said, uh, family. And she was very quiet. And I looked at that dude and I looked at Kathy and I looked at that dude and I knew if Kathy cried, we were going to get an upgrade. <laughs> She's so I said, so I said, <laughs> I said, actually we're here because our sister is dying. <laughs> Kathy immediately starts crying. I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. And, and Kathy's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm crying. I'm sorry. I'm crying. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay, Kathy. <laughs> You're a good a sister. And then, and then whatever his name is goes, would you like a premium car? <laughs> and then I... he said, no, he oh, said, sorry. you want a premium, right? And Kathy's and Kathy looks at him and he's nodding his head and she's like, I guess, yeah, I want to, yeah, I want to bring me. He goes, pick any car from the five star, from the five star. That's very I nice. I was like, I was like, thank you so much. And then we, as we walk out, Kathy's like, you used me. I was like, fuck, I, fuck yeah, I used you. <laughs> you, I, you were like putting in my hands. I knew, she I knew ma- you were just gonna manipulate. Melt. You manipulate totally. Manipulate. Totally. And so we, we did. drove a cool car. It was a cool car. I was driving like, never, I don't know, never. Fast and Furious. I don't know what got over me in Vegas. You really were. Uh, what kind of car was it? It was a Mitsubishi Outlander. And it was actually, really, it was I meant surprising. to look up. Does it have, I'm looking it up right now. Here are my clicks. Kathy's going to get upset. Mitsubishi Outlander. It wasn't bad. I want, it, it has to have, I, no, you know what, Kathy? It does have a four cylinder it engine. was but it was bizarre it had if it was it was definitely one with all the bells and whistles and the pickup and, uh, was insane i thought it was a six cylinder to be honest i felt like it, it was the way it drove i mean i pressed on the gas and it went it and, says it's a four cylinder and when i drove in vegas before i learned that vegas people in vegas are all tourists so they all uh they run red lights they like to run <laughs> red lights so yeah, I'm very crazy. familiar how they drive. And uh, so I it is like advantage. a video game. It's like it Rally is. X. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> What's Get that the fucking flags. horrible song? <laughs> I forgot the song. Oh, oh wait. Yes, that's it. That's the song. Yeah. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, at what point, Addie, we were, it was a four, it was four lanes. She had to make a, a right, like, we were all the way to the left. 
And I was like, Kathy, you got to get over. Because there was a guy who kind of cut her off. And then she went on to the, she meant to the left to go around him. I was like, no, we have to go right. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. And she goes, am I? <laughs> and she turns the car so sharply. And this car has an excellent turn radius, by the way. I really did. She turns that car so sharply. I really thought we were going to Tokyo drift right into that, right? It was. It was amazing. We in, was, I was if amazing. we were in a different kind of car, I think it would have flipped. Yeah. But you were like, it was, was like control. Tokyo drift. It was like, gas brake, gas brake, gas brake. <laughs> you were crazy. The thing is, it's the like, one oh thing. Oh, my God. It's the one but thing then, I do and then well. You pull it, then you pull it and you're like, am I? Because <laughs> I was like, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. You're like, am I? I'm like, ah! my heart's in my throat. I was like, Jesus, H Christ. <laughs> the one thing I could do is drive, you know? I could drive. Yeah. I'm a very uh, good driver. Yeah, especially when it's a good car. I yeah, picture cause... Wreck-It Ralph. That's what I picture. <laughs> That's hundred percent vanellope von schweetz that's me that's me <laughs> that's what it was like that's me that's what it was like yep. and that was those kind of shenanigans were in and around in between visiting you know our sister oh, um god heartbreaking. It, it'll be you know it is heartbreaking because it's going to be the last time the three of us are together yeah what's very strange is like when we have like you and I talk to each other probably, I don't know, fucking six times a day. It's, it's yeah. kind of annoying, right? Really? And is it really? Luckily, <laughs> is it really? To our, I think to our partners, it could be. Because yeah. we'll do stuff like, look at what I sent you right now. <laughs> it's like when we were in junior high calling each other, like what was on MTV. Yeah, yeah. Put on MTV right now. Can And by the way me and all of my friends all we watched was mtv but we would still call each other when our favorite videos were on of course i don't know how our parents didn't like i don't i don't know they ignored us, us on that's why we're, we all have us. yeah we have emotional that, that uh, problems because we've been ne emotionally neglected <laughs> our whole lives because they, they didn't care on our that, own <laughs> they didn't care that we watched 24 hours of the monkeys on mtv they didn't care what we were doing that was the issue yeah that's so, true there you go so well, that's you and I are still kind of like that. And, yeah. um, and we still have a podcast like we I, I how how we sustain this. I, I don't know. But I have um, no idea. I have no. But we do it. I don't know if you think about it. I don't know. I don't. That's the thing. So, I don't think about it. And that's why it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the less thinking I do, right. the better, Don, the better. Right. But, you know, when there's. When there's a, a sibling or a member of the family that's like far away you know, far away physically and for me, spiritually and emotionally. Um, it's not that you take it for granted. It's just that, well, I guess maybe it is taking it for granted. You just think like, I'll see you when I see you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, every time I have seen her and the last time I saw her was in 2016 when she was here, when dad died mm -hmm. and We've talked about after Tracy's dead, we'll tell other stories <laughs> because that was a very challenging visit. Um, and so when she left, we were both like, Whew. and I'm sure she was like that too, to a certain extent. It's not, it's not one-sided, but um, when she left, it wasn't like, 
I'll never see her again, or I will definitely see her again. There was like an indifference for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I guess that indifference has been my mode and her mode too. We talked about it actually. Um, that indifference was what is, was the prevailing emotion between us. But this time it was so finite and we both were like, neither one of us were very emotional about it. And I really appreciate it. You know, I asked Tracy, and I, or did she say it? She was like, so is there anything between us that we need to clear up? And I was like, I don't really think so. I feel very clear. She was like, I feel clear. Mm. And then, you know, she said, the last thing she said to me was, I never understood you. And I said, and I never understood you. Mm. And she's like, but I love you. And I mm. said, I love you too. And so mm. it was very, um, it was reassuring that I was a little afraid that she was going to come with a scroll of like <laughs> grievances <laughs> because our, our history is so difficult and spotted and, you know, full, full of miscommunication and misunderstandings and frustrations and all that. And so I kind of, you know, anticipated the, you know, what is that? What is that? Um, what's the Seinfeld? Um, Addie, read my mind. What's the Seinfeld Christmas thing? Oh, the with Jerry Stiller. The voice their grievances. Everybody. Yes. Or yes. Some, list their grievances. Or... Yes. Yes. Mm. What is that holiday? It's with the pole. Yeah. The, the holiday. Oh my God! The... People, people are screaming at the podcast right now. <laughs> Look it I have up. no idea. Tell me what it is. But I kind of thought it was going to be like that, like the, mm. the listing of the grievances. Mm. And Festivus. Festivus, for fuck's sake. Thank you, everybody out there. I'm sorry. Um, apologies to those of you yelling at the radio. Um, because it's 1999 at the radio. Um, mm. <laughs> anyway. So, um, but it was, it's very odd that... It's now it's not a feeling of indifference, but it's a feeling of finality. And mm. it's like, that definitely is the last time the three of us will be together. Yeah. It's so it's, it's, I can't wrap my, like, intellectually, I'm saying it out loud. And it's a fact. But emotionally, I don't know. I'm not in that space yet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know how to, well, I'm not really processing it. I think you're processing um, really well, actually. I think the fact that you're just talking and expressing this and being honest about it is a great, is perfect. Yeah. And, you know, I was telling um, Kristen, we were talking and I'm like, you know, I don't know if she asked me or I don't know how it came up, but basically about, you know, having distance from somebody who's who was close to you or is close to you or their family member or friends or whatever. It's like when it does come down to the final, I don't know, the final opportunities to be together. Um, I don't think everybody, I don't think the, I don't think that the prevailing emotion or notion should be, Oh, I'm so sorry that we didn't spend more time together. Right. Mm. Like people automatically think like, Oh, it's a shame 
Mm-mm. Like I haven't seen or talked to Tracy too much in the last five years and she hasn't either with me. So you would think that, oh no, it was a family member. Um, you would think that you would say, oh, you know, I can't believe so much time went by. What a waste. Or I wish I had spent more time together. But you know what? I don't feel like um, that has to be the case mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. I feel like if there's an understanding between like, there's an understanding between me and Tracy that in this lifetime, we could not have the relationship like you and I have where we talk all the time. We are in each other's lives because if we were in each other's lives, as we had in the past, we would be in each other's way. And there are some people who hinder your walking forward, mm-hmm. or there are people who walk beside you. And I feel like the people who trip you up don't have to be with you all the fucking time. And it's really okay to just meet them at certain destinations along the journey of life, hang out, and then go your separate ways because it's too difficult to walk on the same path. Mm -hmm. And so I don't accept judgment from people who feel that just because she's my sister, Mm -hmm. we should Mm -hmm. have had... A, a walking beside relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all this time, you know? Um, yeah. Well, I think you're a hundred percent. It's called a check-in. You know, the thing is like, we're part of soul groups, right? We talk about soul groups and it's a group of us that, you know, again, just for visualization, we're on a cloud visualization, everybody just visualize. So there's a group of people. You don't necessarily have to be related to them. Uh, that, that all have to have assignments, right? That we're, we do check-ins. We're going to come back on earth and we may not be related to each other, but we're going to meet in the path of the living path of here on earth. That's your soul group. That's people like you meet Addie. Hey, Addie, you're in our soul group. We must have met up above and you were like, you know what? When we come back down, I'm going to work on this, 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 and you're going to help me with this, 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 and I'm going to help you with this, this, this. And we have this agreement. Okay. When it comes to vehicles to get down here, it's different. We choose our parents. And I know that's hard for some people to understand. Why would I choose a parent that's dysfunctional and awful and terrible? Or I have a great parent, doesn't matter. But it's because they have to play a role in in order for us to learn this topic we're supposed to learn. Mom, we had to choose mom because we needed space to make mistakes or make, there's no mistakes to make choices. We needed a father who was our father. So we had love and playfulness to have humor, to get through what we had to get through. So when it comes to siblings, we, we still, we choose the parents. Tracy was like, I need, I choose uh, Patty and Bob. And because I need to have this to learn and, and do this, this, this. And Donna was like, Okay, I had I need Patty and Bob too. <laughs> okay, and then I go, oh God, I'm gonna be with you guys. I have Patty and Bob too. We're all gonna come down here through the same womb, same path, because we needed our parents to be our parents to be who we are. That does not mean that we as siblings are best friends. It means mm-hmm. that, and sometimes you are, sometimes you are, and sometimes we have work to do. And Patty and Bob were the people to do it for us. And I think that 
for my role and and my role i can only speak for myself my role in the family again fucking nightmare (laughs) 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 everybody was crazy that i was the mediator i was the the light of it, the fun of it, because there was so much. The dynamics of the family were very interesting. Uh, I'm close to you and I'm close to Tracy. Well, maybe that's just the role. I'm supposed to be close to you and close to Tracy. You and Tracy have nothing to do with each other's paths. That's not why you mm-hmm. came down here. And the thought mm-hmm. of obligation that you have to be close, is it's not feasible. It doesn't make sense. That's not what it was about. But there was a respect there. And the respect was we all came down in the same womb. And so there's the respect. And I think that that's what that was about. And I think you and Tracy, you were there for each other when you needed to be, whether it's that Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. But the respect is there. Because if Mm -hmm. you didn't have the respect, you wouldn't have done a check-in. She wouldn't have done a check-in and you wouldn't have done a check-in. Yeah. So that's how, that's the philosophy, basically, of how the spiritualism works, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's some siblings that should not be together, but doesn't mean you can't respect each other. And watching somebody hurt that you're supposed, you you automatically think you have to care about that person. You want to because you have compassion, but it's hard to watch people go through their path when they have to learn such hard things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's an understatement. That's an understatement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're better people for it. Mm -hmm. By going through our challenges, we're better people for it. I'm telling you, Tracy would always say, you know, she lives between her traumas. Yeah. And seeing her and now in this this place of potential peace is the most celebratory thought I could ever have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, my ego gets in the way of the grieving process where I need the satisfaction of knowing that my sister will be with me and, you know, on this plane to help me through things because of selfishness, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I need her. She doesn't need me. I need her. She's leaving. She's going to a better place. But I, what do I need from her? So that's why I cry. I cry, I hold my chest and say, oh my gosh, when I'm going through something that nobody would understand that Tracy would, who am I going to talk to? You know, that's the crying. And then I let that go and say, ego, get out of the way. And it's not Mm -hmm. about me. Her path Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with me. Her path is beautiful. Her path is, she has mercy. She's going to, she's, she's finally going to take a moment and reflect her pain in a beautiful way so that she can have a better chance the next time because she decided, I don't know what the hell contract she signed, but she was like, I'd like to get all my lifetimes out of the way in one life. For fuck's sake. It's like (laughs) she wants to skip a grade. Yeah. It's like she, she did, you know, AP, you know, classes and college and, and then have three jobs at the same time. I know. So she took such, such a difficult, difficult path. She chose, but she had to straighten her soul out. And she did mm-hmm. that. I feel like she did that. Mm-hmm. And so when I grieve, it's because it's a moment where my ego is in the way. And mm-hmm. once I can let my ego go, I'm doing nothing but celebrating her. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. 
And yeah. I told her that. I was able to look yeah, at yeah. her in the eyes and say, yeah, you know, you're a champion. I'm going to start mm-hmm. crying now. Oh, it's just like at the gate when <laughs> Kathy found out we weren't sitting together for the first leg of our tour. We're at the gate at on Delta. I didn't, I didn't like it. Sitting, <laughs> sitting in a crowded, crowded gated area. And she started, she realized that we might not sit together. So she talked to Addison, who's a very nice man, and said, all right, we'll put you on the wish list. She said, thank you very much. And she sat next to me. I said, did you ask the, did you ask him? You know, she's like, yeah, I did. We're on a wish list to sit together. And then she started <laughs> crying. And everybody around was like, oh, my God, please don't let me sit next to that fucking <laughs> crying mess. <laughs> well, let me just tell the story right. Okay. First of all, making me but look that, like I'm a bastard. I'm sure that, but I'm sure that um, it helped because shortly after that, our seats were changed. No. I'm pretty sure. He saw you cry. No. Let me tell you what happened. Ma'am, thinking you, yeah, making me feel like a cartoon, and I'm not. Okay. I found I didn't, I was not comfortable, you know, I didn't want to sit with anybody because I knew I was a little emotional, and plus, I don't like to be five feet away from my sister, okay? Get over (laughs) it. And (laughs) if I could hold, I hold her hands. I got to hold her hand. And I went up to the counter guy and i said i have to sit next to my sister i obi would it i scanned him and said i need to sit near my sister and he's like okay i'll put you on a wish list and i sat down and i told her i told him i needed to sit with my sister obviously a 50 year old woman saying i need to sit <laughs> next to my sister has special needs so he said <laughs> And then you started to cry. I did. And then he changed. That's exactly the story I told. No. I just for the sake of it. Yours I just was... want to say the facts were the same. You just no. told the same exact facts. You were aggressive. Eddie, you heard both stories. You were fucking aggressive. The facts were the same. She was aggressive, wasn't she? She's look at Addie's face. The facts are the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the facts are the you same, You were aggressive. Gabby. He told the same I was story. not aggressive. You weren't aggressive. You were aggressive. You were, you were said, oh, my little sister, she's been, 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 I was very kind. I just, I didn't cry in front of him. I said, I need to sit near my sister. Like, you totally a- cried at the gate. You didn't cry at him. I said, you sat down with me and then you cried and yeah. everybody, all those women across from us, yes. they all stared at you. And I know they were all saying like, please don't let her sit next to me. <laughs> and did it work? Yes. Did I get the seat I wanted? Saying, yes. But I'm just saying that I told the same story, Kath. I'm just okay. saying. Different ways same of getting story. there. Same, yes. same God, different way of getting there. <laughs> a highlight, a highlight was Friday night after we saw Tracy and we were, we were very despondent. Uh, I took, I took Kathy to see the, the tourist attraction or the attraction Meow Wolf. Oh my gosh. And I, it wasn't great. Um, no, everybody's raved about it. Um, I have my issues with it. Feel free to DM me and I'll tell you what my issues were. I don't need to trash it. It was, you know, it was support, art, support was... artists, blah, blah, blah. It was a good distraction. But then Kathy said, after dinner, I really want to sit at a table and do a little bit of gambling, just like play cards or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just and unfortunately, it. we're fucking old people, and so our favorite games of Let It Ride and Pie Gal Poker are no longer, I guess, trendy or they I don't were, know. Uh, apparently, they're unacceptable. Nobody uses it. Yeah, nobody they're unacceptable. plays that anymore. But yeah. lucky, you know, I knew kind of where to look, so I quickly went online and it confirmed. So we went to the Orleans off, off the radar, like off the strip, not off the radar, off the strip. And we found a $5 minimum three-card poker table oh, yeah. for you. So Kathy fun. sat down. I gave her 100 bucks. Very <laughs> and kind. And said, you're welcome. And I said, all right, you know, have fun or whatever. I went to play a different uh, poker slot machine, and I broke the fucking machine. So uh, that I was like, that's not a good sign. So I'm just going <laughs> to sit and watch Kathy. And then shortly after that, Cowboys came over. And they were like, they were so all right, fun. all right, team, this is a team effort. We all need to win. And it was very fun. They were from Alberta. And the guy, the it was the father uh, of one of the competitors. Bull riders. Yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. one of the bull riders. And he's like, oh, my son is, comp-. and I said, what's your son's name? And his, his handle name is Holden Cash. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say... That sounds like a drag queen name, but I didn't say that. You're very good. Very fun. They were super fun. And then this uh, this other guy came up. Oh, I loved down. him. Totally he was a bowling different. dad. He was, he was like, a bowling dad, dad from California. Him. It really was a motley crew at the table. Super fun. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun distraction. It was a fun distraction. But then we went... Back to the hotel and, you know, cried in our, you know, <laughs> in our feelings and cried <laughs> and then, uh, you know, came home. But, um, I'm, you know, I'm glad we went together. Yeah. Uh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad too. I'm glad too. And, um, Tracy has some friends that are joining her, so she's not by herself. Um, you know, I talk to her every day and I'm on top and of her And she has knees. great care. Hospice care is really wonderful. People have asked. Hospice care is wonderful. She has a social worker who's active. She's getting the help that she needs. Yeah, it's good. She's okay. She's in a perfect place. You know, her needs are taken care of and, you know, it was mm-hmm. nice to take care of her, you know, mm-hmm. and help her. Um, and I think we did a great job. We did the best, you know, I, I well, the best, that we, best I could, best yeah. I could. It did. You did what you could. And it was a lot. It was a lot yeah. to give mm-hmm. somebody closure, to get closure for yourself. That's huge. You, you, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. have to be, you don't have to sacrifice yourself to a point of, uh, idiot compassion. That's not what this is about. This is about yeah. your relationship and you mm-hmm. have to meet yourself where you're at with the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I'm just, like I said, um, the mindful grieving process can, can really be beautiful if you allow it to be, but if you look at it for what it is, that there's a freedom that happens. And when you can witness and help somebody, um, free their soul and, Mm -hmm. and fly, boy, is it amazing. And if you can just move yourself out of the picture, you can see that. But, you know, it's really can get easy to get lost in the grief. And um, that's not really, that's not, that's not really a feasible thing because you have things you have to do too. You're, while you're here, you can't die 
you know, with the dime, yeah. you have to live in the change. You have to yeah. live in the change. And so I will celebrate Chasey so much. Celebrate her. And I'm so proud of her. Um, if you haven't had a chance, uh, grab her book. It's called, um, it's called Clarity, the Memoirs of the Streets of Las Vegas by T. Ray Verderamo. Um, it's an easy read. It's a very raw read of uh, her memoirs on the streets uh, in the hottest summer of Las Vegas. And um, <clears throat> you can get a little insight of, of her. And um, I'm really proud of her. I'm really proud mm -hmm. of her for writing it. And um, so I thank you all for your support. Everybody who's reached out, those people who have given. There is a GoFundMe that has been passed around. Uh, we had uh, raised money before. So I didn't, it was a little, um, her friend Deb uh, did one for her for this round, you know, so um, you could probably find it on GoFundMe uh, if you'd like to help in any way. And um, I don't know what else to say about that. I don't know what else no, to say I about that. I don't think there's anything to say about that, but I just want to also mention a few things that are happening in our world okay before we go mm -hmm. so uh one of them is uh there's some there's a few specials that are going to happen on patreon um and you have a retreat coming up in january um i do it's a private it's a private yeah. retreat though we're not making it public um, but if anybody is interested that knows, you have to know me in some way, it has to be a connection of someone it has to be a referral. Mm -hmm. Um, it's an emotional healing and meditation retreat. It's two days, two separate days, um, 10 to 10 to five on Saturday, where we're going to be really focusing on deep emotional healing and meditation tools to help heal and safety planning for that. And then on Sunday, it's 10 to 2, uh, where uh, if you do Saturday, you'll be able to uh, connect with your higher self and, and kind of teach channeling and tarot. And I'll be doing um, channeling with St. Dymphna <clears throat> for emotional healing. So it's a really, it's Psychic Sunday. It's going to be really, that's going to be mm -hmm. a really intense, really cool thing. And, uh, Gmail, use the Gmail. The sisters are in Gmail to get more information yeah. about that. Yeah. I'm not going to post that. I don't think we're going to do, uh, uh, a media thing about it because, uh, but if you're interested, just uh, go on the sisters are in.com and say, I'd like more information. Um, no, don't go on.com. Don't go on .com. us. Email. Oh, for the sisters sake. are in. At I'm a Gmail. fucking nightmare. I'm you're a fucking, fucking nightmare. You're a, a fucking nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> done everything's a fucking nightmare everything's a fucking nightmare. um and right. I think, yes and uh please join patreon uh please join patreon okay yeah all right thanks See you later i'm glad thanks. we did this thanks addy thanks for listening thanks to all listeners of love course. you bye Open up my window 
substitute outside.